you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. David, football, football David. The Dave Damaschek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamaschek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damaschek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 99 of the Dave Damaschek Football Program, available on iTunes and at nfl.com slash Sheck. S-H-E-K, I encourage you, nay demand, that you go there, you subscribe on the iTunes, you make a comment, you rate it, all that jazz. Let's talk some football. We're going to be doing it today with Brett Kiesel, defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, struggling, and I don't mind telling you, I will bring that up to Brett Kiesel. You you hear me now, believe me later. Also from the AFC North, I guess this is an AFC North special, a Rust Belt special, we're going to be talking to Cleveland Browns, kick returner, punt returner, supreme, Josh Cribbs, he was uh, he got belted a couple Thursday nights ago, but good by the Ravens. We'll talk to him about that. Plus, the big news of uh, of Tuesday. We're coming to you on Tuesday, the sixteenth here, and um, the news is that uh, Joe Banner in, Mike Holmgren out for the Browns. We'll we'll talk about that. In the meantime, let's say hello to uh, to my man seated to my immediate right. From NFL.com, pick six, like, dislike, NFL Fantasy Live and beyond, it's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. A little sure. morose today. Why? I don't, know if I, I don't know if I like the NFL right now. What on is that day, supposed to mean? On this day, it's bad weekend for me. You know, I do... I do enjoy watching my uh, my birds, my Arizona Cardinals. Your birds. Now, that, now you've really embraced them. Yeah, yeah. I, I've noticed that with each passing week, you embrace them more, which is weird because they're getting worse and worse. Yeah, exactly. It's an inverse thing. I should go back to ignoring them. I did have Cardinals season tickets for one year back in, gosh, it had to be 19. Well, I don't even know. But I had season tickets for them. I also had. In the 20th century? It you was, could afford season tickets back then? Wow. It was. Mr. Uh, Moneybag. No, no, no. You. 
we called up. We were going to go out for a weekend. We were going to go to an ASU game. And we go, oh, the Cardinals are in town, too. When we called up and we're like, how much would tickets be? They're like, well, you can get them for 150 bucks." And I'm like, well, I don't want, you know, where would I be sitting? And they're like, oh, you'd be sitting. It was a full season. It was like 150 bucks <laughs> In you the old get, Sun Devil? In the old Sun Devil Stadium. And I'm talking second row of the upper deck, too. Pretty good seats. And uh, obviously, I like the Chargers, too. I had uh, season tickets for them, too, as well. And great that, that great was, effort by them on uh, that, Monday night. That was horrific. You think? Terrible. Yeah. When you when you have when Peyton Manning is running off your field with his hand raised, and you know because the Chargers have owned him so much over the years that he was really enjoying that one. Like, hey, I'm glad the defense was able to bail me out. Thank you. And he was running off and enjoying his his spoils. All right, let's talk to another man who just walked into Studio 66. It's been at least two weeks again. He's he's the busiest man at the NFL Network and at NFL.com. Our pal, big Dolphins fan from across the pond, it's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome, he's handsome, he's handsome. Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you, Dave. How are you? Oh, I'm uh, I'm fine. In spite of the fact that my Steelers are officially worse than your Dolphins, who could have seen that one coming there? <laughs> I, no, no, certainly not me. But it's very exciting. Everyone is three and three. There are yes. two teams that are five and one in the AFC. Everyone else is rubbish or at least uh, mediocre. Mediocre. It's something that I've been talking about quite a bit. And in fact, uh, I just talked about it on the Shame Report. That'll be available for you on Tuesday night or or uh, Wednesday morning. So be on the lookout for that. And I address it. Who's good? I don't know. There's no, well, no one is the answer. There's no mm-hmm. one who's really good when the Texans at home on a big Sunday night stage that, you know, teams tend to get up for these games. Right. The Packers, I know they needed to have this game, but they go in there and they take care of business. They laid it to the Texans. I mean, who the, the Falcons what should. You? What? We called that on Check to the Future. I know we did, but I'm just saying it's remarkable that no team really can. I mean, San Francisco at home, the Giants go in there mm. and whip them. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for them to to lose that game, but to be dominated in the fashion they were. I, I, I can't make sense of this, but let's start with your Dolphins. You're excited about Ryan Tannehill, aren't I'm you? I'm very excited about Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to be a good – I think he's actually become a good player a lot earlier than – you know. remember, there were a lot of people saying, well, he's going to need to sit for two mm-hmm. or three years and learn under Matt Moore or whatever that was <laughs> worth. Um, but here he is. You know, uh, he's, he's looked great. And I, there's going to be – there will be rookie – you know, there'll be week 10. He'll suddenly throw four picks. And I'm, I think I'm ready for that, but I certainly wasn't ready for the type of performance he's turned in. Not so much last week, actually, because I think they they were kind of lucky to beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. But the weeks before that and a couple of the losses that they had against the Cardinals and against the Jets, I think he played better in those games uh, and didn't come away with the win. I, I, listen, I agree with you about the things you're saying about Tannehill. Let's remember, too, before the season started, the reason I advocated put Matt Moore in there, David Garrard, or whoever else, you're just throwing this poor guy to the Wolves. As a, to, right. Whoever you put in there is going to get tortured. The offensive line looked like it was going to be better. I didn't know Reggie Bush was going to run as well as he has mm-hmm. been running as long in the games that he's been healthy. But they, let's remember, they have no wide receivers. Brian Hartline's a fine story, but that's not a legitimate number one receiver. And he's still being productive. That's what right. should be you should be really excited about. I am about. excited about that. And they have Jabbar Gaffney, who, again, is certainly not a, the answer no. to any long-term question, but he's a, another weapon that he'll have. And he has, he's been inactive the last two weeks. Hopefully he gets healthy after the bye week 
week coming up this weekend, and then and then he has someone else to throw the ball to as well. Any chance that they? That, I mean, does any team other than the Patriots have a shot to win that division rank? No. Well, I, I don't They're all to... three and three. Yeah. I, I... They're simultaneously in first and last place all together. We keep expecting the Patriots to separate themselves, but they really haven't. And you look at who are they losing to? They lost to the Seahawks. They lost to the Cardinals. You know, teams that you're not very high on or don't think are very good. You know, they're losing these games they should be winning. So to say that they're the absolute best team in that division, that they're going to run away with it, you can't say that. How about you, Hanson? I I think it's the default response to that as well. No, of course you can't because we've said for ten years it's been I know, well, the right. Patriots are going to win it. But I'm not I'm not sure. I think I think they probably will end up winning it. And I don't I don't think I think only one team out from that division comes out and, and makes the playoffs. But I, I wouldn't put everything on there. Right? You can you look at the Patriots and why they lost to the Seahawks. There's there's issues you don't normally see from from that New England team. Um, that that seem to be cropping up. Well, what, what what about the AFC? What is the story with it? With who is good there? The the Texans. I am inclined to say, even though they lose Brian Cushing, I mean that's right. a that's a significant loss for them. And I wonder how significant it's going to be as things. I mean, they lost Mario Williams last year, and they still were a good team. And and that's even before they lose not just one, but their their top two string QBs. But who who else besides them is good? Now now the Ravens are decimated by injury. Legitimately, mm-hmm. that I, I think you could make a case. There was a lot of talk just a week ago that Ray Lewis looks finished. I've been saying that for now four years or so. That he clearly is, you know, he's, he doesn't have the top gear anymore. And then the whole weight loss thing. I almost feel like Webb is a bigger loss for them because they they don't have. Now, a corner there. Ray Lewis is a great name brand, but he's not that great anymore. Nada with the injuries. I think that they're due to go down. I think mm-hmm. Flacco, th- this thing about Flacco is, you know, one of the, top, wh- whether he's the best quarterback or a top five or top ten, whatever, he's just not consistent. That's all. He mm-hmm. he looks terrific slinging the ball, but week in and week out, he just fails to deliver. So I don't know that you can make much of a case for the Ravens being a team that is is uh, some juggernaut. Who's good? Who's good, handsome? Well, one thing we do know is that there will be an AFC representative in the Super Bowl. There has right? to there be. There has to be. Has don't to be. you find it hard to believe that it's – yes, Who's going to win two games right. in a row to get to the Super Bowl? But the his, Texans are the only team that can do it in my, in my book. I don't know. And so the Texans probably, if you – on paper, the Texans are the best team. But I am a big believer in that sort of – do you have the adversity and the experience to um, to weather the you know the playoff storm? Um, and I think that's when if the Patriots get through, the Steelers you know somehow uh, sneak into the postseason. Those teams that have done it before, that's where they come into the fore. I'd they're... like to close the book would... on the Steelers. I'm inclined to think that they're finished, and partially because of the injuries. But that also let's not uh, let's not obscure the fact that the offensive line hasn't been working out. I don't need to go into and and Ike Taylor is just getting picked on now. Mm-hmm. It's almost getting sad the way mm-hmm. that this guy who was one of the better. Lockdown corners around. They're just, they're, they just plainly are targeting him and throwing at him because the Steelers aren't getting enough of a pass rush, which really just is right. is, is embarrassing. I feel bad for the guy almost. Um, I'll, I'm going to tread lightly on that one with Kiesel. I don't want to. I don't want to ask him too much about old right there, but I do want to see if they have anything in store to try and cover up that. They've always depended on the fact nobody's running on us. Therefore, we can unleash the hounds and get some pressure. 
and play a certain style in our secondary, but they just can't do it anymore. They're not getting the pass rush anymore. So I don't think the Steelers. And Chris Johnson, against, when Chris but, Johnson's able to run on you, yeah. But they all. But but listen, they're all. Everybody in the league stinks. Everybody in the AFC is three and three or two and three. So you can't close the book on almost any team outside of San let's Diego, say, the Browns, the Chiefs. You know, uh, yeah, the Chiefs. I won't give up on the Chiefs. Can I tell you something? The Denver Broncos are good. The Denver Broncos mm. are going to be good. I, uh, Their defense is good. Their defense is good. They can run the ball. What they about have good wide receivers? Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning is the story. Gets it, it nauseates me that he gets too much credit for things like what happened on Monday night. Look at the. I, I was actually I caught some of the radio broadcast the second half before I got home to watch it, and so I was listening on the radio. And Dan Fouts was I you know listen look at what Peyton Manning does. He just gives the whole team so much confidence so that they could. <laughs> yep. Did Peyton Manning yeah. has anything to do with them with picking passes off and returning? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they look. They look. Peyton pretty, Manning's yeah. responsible. Yeah, congratulations. They look pretty confident with Tim Tebow at quarterback last year yeah, too. Same so thing. I think they were fine. You know what? The team you didn't mention. What about the Bengals? I really well, love. They've, the, like, they've lost. Really, to, they just lost to the Browns. Everybody's the lost. Dolphins, everybody. Before. Everybody has bad losses to teams, but. When you look at it, when you look at Red Dalton, you look at AJ Green. AJ Green, by the way, he's ahead of Calvin Johnson's pace from last year in receptions and yards. He's behind a little bit in touchdowns. Hmm. This guy's who, amazing. Who predicted that? Me. Well, you know who else? If you actually predicted that, good for you. You know who else did? Who? Dave Damashek. That's who. Hmm. I told you AJ Green was going to have a a, uh, a top three season among wide receivers. So did I. All right. Well, fantasy. Good. So, we would we do that kind of stuff. All right. Well, I don't we think a lot of people. I don't think a lot of other people had that. By the way, we do. As a side note, we, we should. Well, our, our colleague was... from NFL Fantasy Live, Michael Fabiano, the supposed guru. I don't know if you've noticed, he's in last place in our fantasy league. <laughs> All of them. We have to. We I have just to get him, him up here. <laughs> I just crushed him in our NFL AM league too because we got to play two experts yeah. leagues. I beat, I, guess, I beat him a couple of weeks ago in, <laughs> in our NFL edit desk. He's having well. a down year, and I don't want to talk about it too much, but he plays in like 30 leagues, and he's usually pretty good. He's doing lousy in all of them. Handsome. You don't want to talk about it too much, though. Handsome. Yeah. I don't want to go on and on about <laughs> it. He gets very depressed. Yeah, he does. He'll get down in the dumps, Fabiano. Handsome, you're leaving for uh, for your homeland. It's true. I am um, flying, I think, to London on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You're um, not sure? I, I'm not sure. I'm flying on to London on Thursday night, and I'm going to be there for the big international game, uh, which is coming up in uh, the following weekend, uh, which is very exciting. You're going um, out there for a fortnight? Well, I'll be there for 10 days in total. I'm going to really? have to wait that long for my shirts. In total. Yes, in total. Ugh. What do you mean your shirt? He's picking up some, some clothing for like me. Like what? Some shirts. Adam wants some shirts. What from do you mean direct- shirts? Shirts. From, from England, you know? What, England makes better you know, shirts being, than we make? Being a, you know, being a you know, TV or star. Or that China makes for us, <laughs> I should say. Wait, what do you mean? What, what kind of shirts are made in London that are so great? What is the name of the company? Burberry? But those that yes. kind of thing is that exactly. really you're getting some nice money no, of course yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go halvesies on an order looking forward to it what are you talking about handsome Hank is really picking you up uh, two shirts Adam formal. wants two shirts he likes formal wear yeah it's a little known fact about Adam Rank and are you getting me anything handsome I will bring you I, I look in the summer when I went back to London I I promised you a gift and I never brought it back mm-hmm. this time around I will bring it for you. Handsome, what do you think? Uh, well, we'll miss you. You'll miss uh, you'll miss the celebration then later this week because it's episode number one hundred of the Dave Damashek football program. I have no doubt, and when I say I have no doubt, I mean I am a hundred percent positive that nothing is going to happen. Oh, to well, mark no, wait. The I think I think Black Tie has some really special special moments. 
lined up for you. Is I that true, Black Tide? Anything, Do you have anything special planned for episode number 100? To me, it's really, it's really only episode 70 because I was started on the podcast with episode 31. So. That's true. And you, ultimately, I it is your job. You've lasted this long? Program. What's that, Black Tie? I mean, uh, Handsome? It's called the Black Tie Football Program. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I was going to say, did, did you guys notice? I don't know if you guys watch ESPN at all, but like Scott Van Pelt show recently changed the name to SVP and Rosillo. So I was wondering you guys could do that same thing, too. They did. They changed it to SVP and Rosillo. Yep. It's official. Interesting. Hmm. So, uh, what if we, we just call this one Damarank? We could, <laughs> no, I was thinking more like Sheck and Black Tie. Oh, <laughs> you see what he ha- what happened, oh, right? Yeah, he threw you a curveball. You didn't see that one coming. Good for you. I didn't. All right, that's so what they they that's they call the swerve in comedy. Yeah. What goes uh, what goes on back in England for you then? What I you know what I, I'm ashamed to say I'm not even sure what Kamish Goodell and you have planned for okay, for that well, game. Um, Who's playing? So the Rams and the Patriots are playing. Uh, hmm. Which is which? You know, should be a pretty good game. They Look never consider, it. though. I always feel bad. It, it seems like they have a bad track record for getting good uniform matchups in that game. The people in England don't get treated the the best uniforms, and that I would think that would be a, a major point. component. Like Dolphins Giants was the first one. There's not a lot that that doesn't work. No, they don't go together, well together that well. Right? Um, there was a Saints Chargers matchup. No, not really a lot going on there. No, I like uh, the Saints, but it doesn't go. Patriots, the Chargers. Are I, I like I like the matchup. The uniforms. By themselves, but not the matchup. There was a, a Patriots Buccaneers, which really is that's so. Kind of this horrible. is Kraft's thing. He loves this the England ball so much that he wants to that he loves being a part. He wants his Patriots a part of it. Which I've said, if he loves it so much and he wants to expand over there, the greatest irony of them all would be is if he moved the Patriots over there and they became the, the London England. Patriots. Well, the England Patriots. <laughs> the England Patriots would be the greatest. It would be an easy easy transition. And you just put, losing the new. You put well, the blue the coat in Patriots. the <laughs> in the triangular George Washington. Washington yeah. hat snapping the football. You put that <laughs> yep. and just for – would England be able to support that team? You just changed the color to the um, blue coats. Uh, I'm sure they would. I mean, the Patriots are the most popular team in the U.K., so that's why they, they've been back a couple times. The and Patriots are the most popular team in England. It's Yes. Why? It How speaks, could that be? Where's well, your self-esteem? How could well, you root for a team that is named after the people who defeated you? That is a very good point. But the uh, it speaks to the fact that the sport's growing there, and the Patriots have been um, successful recently, and there's a lot of front runners who want to jump on that bandwagon and, and you know, be a fan of a winning team. This is almost as bad. Idiots We're- like me that have chosen the team that haven't threatened to win a Super Bowl I for ask, a long time. I want to talk to Josh Cribbs about that. How can you, as a Brown, a player on the team or a fan of the team, how do you? How does it sit with you that you are now owned by a guy who has announced that he's a lifelong Steeler fan? That is so strange to me that that, is th- that, that would happen. Forget about this Holmgren banner jazz. I would be more bothered by that. Plus, Haslam says he's going to change the uniforms, too. What about the Dolphins? Are they still changing their uniforms? I know nothing more than I told you before. I know that they were interested in it. And uh, and then I believe Jeff Darlington uh, helped you report I don't think you can do that. See, Dolphins and Browns, they're not the problem. They have good uniforms. They don't need it. All right, handsome. Listen, safe travels. Thank you. Go eat all the pretzels you can possibly eat over there. None. Um, will you eat fish and chips? I'll probably eat fish and chips. I like fish Those and chips. are good, Rank. Have you ever been to England? Fish and chips. I have not been to England. We should Ranks go. The three of us should go in, in, when you're um, in your DeLorean. Let's go. Over to I w- Listen, I wish I could. On my travels, my I go on these. Uh, you know, I go on my ultimate road yep. trip, and it seems to me that, of course, we're we're missing a golden opportunity right. for me to go with handsome Hank over to England. Maybe yeah, how do time. they not do that for your little uh, road, your little segment you got still, going on? I my little skit. Still, yeah. 
they're still building the road between uh, between London and and the east coast of America. I think. Handsome, what do you think about um, uh, maybe filing a report for us? From can we, can we I'd love speak to. with you? Look, I, can I call in next week? Maybe I can call in. I'd like in that very much. I, um, that would be that would be fun. All right. I'm sure Black Tie will make it happen. I would love to go over there, and really what I would do is I would just go around all day and ask people, how can you root for the Patriots? You understand who this guy is, right? You understand right. what he is. Yeah. He's a Patriot. He took out the Redcoats. Your grandfather's grandfather's grandfather came up on the wrong side of a bayonet. Right, his musket yeah. got you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a very good question. Did they, they teach be... you about George Washington in England we when you're growing up? We know nothing about that, that kind of history. It never comes up. Not really, because it's is it know, known it's as like the is it the War of American Aggression? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's the, when we gave America back to the Americans. The name George Washington never comes up when you're not a schoolboy. Really. Not 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 much. I mean, of course it does, but not much. Do people say not the not the American history side of things? That's not what they're teaching. They teach English history. There's do they say glorious... like Do they say like those Americans are jerks? Do they talk about that? Like, remember what they did about two fifty two hundred and fifty years ago? Yeah, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. Is that thing. what the teachers did? Yeah, there's, there's that. That's the lesson in a nutshell. I want one of those white wigs that they wear in court. I think it's funny that in the twenty first <laughs> century that they continue to wear white powdered wigs in court. That seems that that seems like it would undercut the the legitimacy of of the of the proceedings to have grown old men wearing uh, long yeah, white wigs. Right. That wasn't the gift I was thinking of for you, but maybe that's what I'll bring. Whatever, up. whatever you can do, okay. I, I'd love to have it. All right, listen, handsome, be gone because it looks like black tie. We got him. All right, great. We're gonna we'll, we'll bid you a uh, a fond adieu, and we'll look forward to talking with you on the telephone. On the telly. I'll look forward to you speaking to you on the phone. It's not called a telly. That's the television. Oh, Don't okay. show me up. Don't show me up. Just show him the picture of the Patriot, right? That, that's my answer. <laughs> that's my response to him. Well, you were talking about web surfing. I was actually trying to see if there was a uniform leak for the Dolphins, and I'm looking at some website here. If this is what their helmet is going to look like. Silver? Silver helmet. Black. That All cannot right. be. That cannot. They cannot be serious. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about something that's handsome, namely Brett Kiesel with that beard of his. Let's get him on the line. I think we got him coming up here right now. The great Brett Kiesel. All right, here he is, everybody. Uh, big defensive end for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the two and three Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Brett Kiesel. What's happening, man? What's happening, buddy? Thanks for having me on. I didn't. I don't like that two and three very well, much. You know. Guess what? I don't like it either. You know. I mean, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was raised on the banks of the three rivers. I'm not, you know, I, I like that. I'm no stranger to Heinz Field. I know what the score is here. And frankly, I've been. Uh, I've, I'm a little concerned here. How say you? What's the buzz in the locker room right now? Well, there definitely is some concern. Just like you said, uh, we feel the same way. We're not um, accustomed to being in this situation very often, but, uh, you know, it's correctable. We, there's still a lot of football left. We can still climb out of this and still get to where we want to go. So we just need to focus on this week's game, put the past behind us, focus on this week's game, and getting our first road win. Kiesel, here's the thing. What The one thing I don't like is jive. Let's not let's not jive talk each other. Let's shoot straight while we're together today, okay? Shooter. All right, let's let's play it straight here. What's the issue? What is going wrong so far? Why, you know, the Steelers over the last 15 20 years, a, a double digit lead is usually money in the bank. That's it. The game is over if the Steelers get up 11 plus in a game. 
What is the number one issue? Health, the defensive line, the secondary, what? (laughs) Well, I personally just think it's collectively. Uh, You know, we haven't had that killer instinct at the end that just like you said, when we get a lead, we we go out and we finish it off. And um, unfortunately, we've let teams crawl back in. You know, plays have been there to be made, but for whatever reason, they're not being made right now. And uh, it has to change in order, you know, for us to be the good team that I think we are. Well, the good news is, as I'm sure you've observed, in the AFC, there are only two teams that are 5-1 and one right now. And, in fact, the, the Ravens should really have lost the game somewhere along the way. They should have lost that Chiefs game a couple weeks ago. So, like you say, it's correctable. As long as you get on the right track, this uh, you, you, at worst, the wild card, and it starts on Sunday night. Talk about going into Cincinnati in a, in a big atmosphere. How big a difference is it? when you play on Sunday night. I know that NFL players are, are usually impervious to, to uh, you know, the excitement and everything else of a big game. But the Sunday night games seem to be a little bit different. True or false? It's true. You know, if you say that it's not, uh, I don't think you're telling the truth. Everyone knows it's a primetime game. The only football game on, you know, the last game, everyone's winding down, you know, not only is uh, America watching and all over the world, but, you know, also all your peers in the NFL are watching. And uh, it's a very important game for us. Uh, we've been stagnant on the road thus far, and we're going to a place that this team's, you know, a pretty good team. They have a better record than we do right now. It's a divisional game, a game that we've got to have, and we need to be make sure we're ready to go in there and play winning football. All right, I don't think you're going to pull the curtain back completely and tell uh, Marv Lewis and company what's going down with the what uh, what you guys have what LeBeau and company have cooking up there. But what is the plan to try and handle AJ Green, who's setting the NFL on fire this year? Obviously, the Steelers have uh, you know have given up some uh, some big plays there to, to wide receivers over the last few weeks. Here, what's the plan? Are, have you had to adjust the philosophy a little bit? with uh, trying to cover up the secondary a little bit, especially with Palomalu out, or is it business as usual? Uh, it's business as usual. We might, I might have to lock up on him one-on-one a few mm-hmm. times, you know, and uh, show my skills at cornerback. But he is a great player, one of those guys that has to be accounted for on every play. Um, you know, last year he burned us a couple times for some big touchdowns, so one of those special guys that you've got to make sure, you know, that he is accounted for on every play because he can make a difference on any particular play. But um, we're, I'm sure we're going to double him, you know, and maybe maybe even triple him sometimes if we can. But, um, you know, we've got to, first and foremost, we've got to shut down their running game and, and hopefully get some pressure on Dalton. Gotcha. Um, last question for you, Steeler-related, is um, your pal Troy Palomalo from Head & Shoulders and the School of Deeper Learning, and then also Lamar Woodley and then James Harrison early in the year. What's the status? I, I think the biggest piece uh, to get back would be Palomalo. He he's hardly been out there this year. Absolutely. He's a he's a game-changing player for us. Um, you know, and we've relied on his playmaking abilities a lot, and uh, he's working hard to get back. Uh, he's rehabbing uh, very hard. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play. Um, but, um, you know, those guys that, that are getting an opportunity to go out there and play in his stead have to make the most of it. You know, they're not 
going to be Troy Palomalo, but they have to be their best self and make sure they're in position to make plays and do their job playing and play out. Kiesel, real quick, I, like I say, I, I just don't want jive talk. If you tell me everything's going to be okay, I'll believe you, but shoot straight with me. Just tell me that, and then we can move on. Is everything going to be okay there? I truly think so. I have confidence in this team, you know, to bounce back. And uh, I think today is a big turning point for us. Obviously, we're launching. Troy and I are both launching the Troy Palomalo School of Deeper Learning uh, at deeplikeTroy.org, where you can go and see what type of professors Troy and I can hmm. really be as far as deep thinking and deep cleaning. But uh, you know, this is going to be our turning point. We're gonna all right. We're gonna flip things around and get back on track, buddy. I dig where your head's at here. Yes, I've dealt with Troy at uh, with uh, Head and Shoulders over at uh, the Kimmel Show a few years. He's always uh, delightful himself. As are you. And uh, here's what I figure: you guys got to get three out of four against the Bengals and the uh, and the uh, Bald Birdies. I think that's the key. How do you feel about that? Can you do it? Would... Three out of four. Yeah, I think that would be great. Um, these, these, this next stretch here we've got coming up is crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, we drop some of these games, and um, you know our season could really be in jeopardy. So uh, our backs are against the wall. We got to make sure we come out swinging. Yeah, I got you. All right, man. So, uh, so good stuff there. And uh, I, I would be. I listen. I we've made it this whole way without talking about the beard a little bit. I, I, it's a point of pride for me. Now you do, you, you do shampoo it up though, and all that stuff. No question. You do. That's shoulders. why it's so lifely, so lively. Head, I should say. Yeah, Head and Shoulders has taken this beard of mine to a whole new level since uh, I've been uh, on their team. It's really become more glorious and full. <laughs> than ever and uh you know so i have to give them a lot of credit uh you know i, I watch troy you know i watch troy use head and shoulders and see how full and thick his hair is mm-hmm. and i just follow suit that's beautiful and uh have you ever i'm sure you talk about this a lot but you know i i don't i i just like usually have like three or four days growth and i gotta tell you sometimes if i eat something spicy or whatever uh, the next day i'll find the flavor still in the beard a little bit you've got i mean that's thing that thing but let's be honest if if you didn't wash it every day there'd be some smells in there right no question mm-hmm. you've got to make sure you take care of it i'm the same way uh I'll find a piece of sandwich in there, maybe, from, <laughs> or an entire from, sandwich from lunch, and so you got to brush it out. Make sure you shampoo it, and of course, my advice would be to use Head and Shoulders. I got you. And uh, last question for you: What are your thoughts on uh, the Ravens with uh, with all their injuries, um, especially Ray Lewis? Does do you guys now in the locker room? Obviously, the Steelers have been banged up uh, significantly this year themselves, but. Do you guys talk about the fact that wow, the, they're five and one, but you don't you don't root for the other team to get hurt? But now that they are, do you feel like well, we really have a chance if we can get it going here? Yeah, well, I don't want to say we want to that we're that we're grateful Ray no. got hurt, um, but you know Ray is a very crucial component to those guys, and he is a big reason why they have been as tough as they are for such a long time. He's been playing at a high level for a long time and uh you know it's unfortunate what happened to him but it's what goes on in our business i mean you know we've went through it early this year as well without james harrison and troy palomalu and lamar woodley's been out so it's a part of the game you know that's what happens that's how guys get opportunities in this league is 
is possibly being a backup role and, and the person in front of you goes down and you you know that's your opportunity to shine and you have to seize that moment gotcha and uh last thing for you is uh what's the best kind of meat to get at uh, your uh at when you're at permantes <laughs> of course the roast beef well I, that's incorrect i'm sorry they that's a good they choice don't, they don't serve venison down there so uh <laughs> you know i guess you would have to go with the the steak I, well, you know, I got As a matter of fact, you're a big shot. You, you, when you're walking around there, you could walk in with your venison. They'd cook that up for you, special. Yeah, I might take them some backstraps down there. Maybe we could start a new permanent sandwich. The backstrap, the bearded backstrap. Maybe. I listen. They would do that. I'm telling you, if they're <laughs> listening to me, that you, you think they wouldn't do that? They wouldn't love to have Kiesel on board at Permanentes. They would go wild for that. You know what? I'm going to walk down there right now. The the bearded backstrap. I'm going to make I, – I don't need any credit for this. I don't need any money as a result of this. I just want to be here at the uh, at the outset, at the genesis of a great idea for the Berg. All right. We'll open it up together. All right. <laughs> we'll do that. Okay. Kiesel, listen. Take out Cincinnati on Sunday night. Then you got the Skins at home. You got KC. Those are wins. All right. At the Giants is tough. Then the birdies roll in. This is correctable. Let's get – let's but tell the fellas – it's time now. No more jive. It's time to get uh, to get going here now. We're on it. No more jive. All right. Thank you, Keith. So I appreciate the time. Thanks to uh, Head and Shoulders. Uh, polish that beard up real nice. Give our best to uh, Troy and number seven and the rest of the gang over there. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You guys take care. The great Brett Kiesel, he's a delightful fella, and I didn't like his choice of roast beef, but then we invented the venison sandwich. What do you think of that, Rank? Why don't you take credit for that? I think you should be, I don't need you should be credit. on the, down, it's not on the about ground that. floor there. What have I told you many times, Rank? What do I want to do? I want to make the world a better place. I want to leave, Yeah, I want to leave it better than I found <laughs> it. And I feel like a move like this is doing exactly that. Okay. All right, well, Rank, he says he's going to turn it around. Do you do you trust him? Do you think the Steelers are in fact – what do you think their, their record is at the end of the year? It's one of those teams that if everybody comes together, gets healthy again, if the Castro comes back, they have an opportunity yeah, to start running true. the ball. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of what ifs, but the AFC is going to come down to the team that is healthy at the end of the year, the team that can get on a roll and start winning again, because you said it best. You know, there's so much – parity in the in the AFC right now. So many three and three teams. The entire AFC East is Kamish three and Goodell three. says parody. Pete Rozelle twenty years ago called it parody. I call it right. mediocrity. I don't right. think it's better. I like I, I like, like having good teams. juggernauts. Yes. When you have I know they like to call this past weekend upset weekend. Can you really have that in the NFL nowadays? Oh. I mean there's some surprises, but everybody's even. You know what? Everybody, and what do they say? Every given Sunday, that kind of stuff. So it's going to be the team that gets hot. You know, Cincinnati, we talked about a little bit before, before you dismiss them. A team like that could go in and make a run, or maybe the Patriots get their stuff together, and they go out and be the team that people expected them to be at the beginning of the I year. I got news for you. I counted it up, and, uh, you know, I went through the schedule for the Steelers. They have too many tough games. I think if they do – they play about how they play, slightly improved from what, how they've looked thus far. I think nine and seven is about realistically what they can hope for. And we're going to get to Josh Cribbs in just a second here. But wouldn't you like that though? I mean, you continue to talk about how great Ben Roethlisberger is when it comes to playoff time, how he makes things happen. You just want to be in. If you're a Steelers fan, that just seems like the ideal situation. You know what? Just get us in. You guys have won as a six seed. Why not in this year? 
I guess that's the way it goes these days. And, you know, I hate it. It's, at least it's better than Major League Baseball. I mean, I congratulations, Bud Selig. Everybody's patting you on the back for your ingenious expansion of the MLB postseason. I think it's garbage. Look at your final four that you're left with. Two warmed. Wrong? Well, first of all, you have the evil empire. Who cares about them? No one They're wants them done. to win. No one wants them to win. For uh, But generally, I'm saying that this is one of your final four teams. Fine, so they're in there. Great. You have two warmed-over stories in the Cardinals and Giants. Whatever. Well, one of, I, I, the, the, I like the that Card- series. The Giants are fine. The Cardinals have no business being in there. Enough's enough. I know it's a great baseball town. and so they're like, that, the, they're like the baseball equivalent of the Steelers. Listen. I like the Cardinals fans. I appreciate that they're excited. But this is the third barely above mediocre team that is now making a deep playoff run. Enough's enough. It's baseball does not lend itself to teams with 85 wins because those teams can win so often. That's just the nature of the sport allows for that. And all right, the Tigers are fine. But they won 88 games in that bum division. They played the Twins. and uh, Yeah, they won less games than the Angels. I'm pretty aware of that i know well so 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 it's not satisfying to me that's all and and frankly i've tuned out i'll see as i announced i'll see in 2013 baseball maybe i don't even know if i can even make it through then and maybe the pirates will remain in contention till like september 15th ridiculous this antiquated well this tradition we can't we can't have instant replay why it's absurd why would you want instant replay (laughs) to slow down an already slow game so that an entire six months isn't washed down the drain because a guy misses a miss miss uh, misses a play there. It's ridiculous. All right, let's get now. But I was going to go through it for you real quick here, Black Time. Sorry, I want to tell you real quick. Steelers go at Cincinnati, loss. That's two and four. Beat Washington, three and four. At the Giants, lose three and five. KC at home, four and five. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, they gotta have it. So let's even assume they take that one. Five and five. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Six and five. Pittsburgh at Baltimore lost six and six. San Diego at Pittsburgh they win seven and six. Pittsburgh at Dallas lost seven and seven. Nah, I'll give them Cincy a win there. at Pittsburgh. Let's say they win that one. That's eight and seven. Cleveland at Pittsburgh gets a win nine and seven. I mean, I don't know that, where, where, where did I say there's a loss that is not a loss there? Dallas. All right, real quick, let's get to our guy who's on the line with uh, the big news of uh, Cleveland today. Let's talk to one of their stars, Josh Cribs. All right, Rank, look at this with breaking news happening early in the week here between week six and seven from the Cleveland Browns. It's Josh Cribbs. What's happening, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Not too bad. A lot of, lot of stories coming out of Cleveland all of a sudden. You guys get your first win on Sunday. You knock off the uh, the cross-state rivals, and then all of a sudden it's Mike Holmgren out, Joe Banner in. Talk about it. Well, you know, uh, we already have word that uh, Holmgren will stay on for the remainder of the season to help with the transition of the team. Um, he still will be a force, you know, on the team for us to, you know, take advice from as he as he has been doing thus far. So uh, we really won't see any, uh, you know, real changes until uh, probably next year. So uh, that's a good thing that Haslam is doing and allowing him to stay on to the remainder of the season. What do you think about that, Josh? I'm from the other uh, side of the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. I'm from uh, a city called Pittsburgh, PA. Isn't it strange that your team is now owned by a guy who announces he's a Steeler fan? Well, he was, a, I think, a, a minority owner of the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, he really excited about owning this football team. 
Um, he's a football fan. He wants to head this team in the right direction. And because he wants to do that, you know, I'm all for him. He has a lot of positive energy coming into this team, this organization. He's already brought a lot of, a lot of positive energy with him. I mean, um, I'm behind the guy. Anybody that's for Cleveland, you know, I'm, I'm behind him 100%. Yeah, you've been there for a number of years. What is the mood in the locker room? Are you guys talking this up? Is it a big deal to you? No, not so much. You know, uh, we really only only look forward to things that, you know, we can control. We we don't have any control over this. And, you know, we urge guys to stay away from, you know, thinking about it, you know, trying to, you know, react on it because it doesn't affect us at all. Well, what about uh, one last thing on Haslam? The thing that caught my ear a few weeks back was when there was some news that they, he might want to change the uniforms. What do you think about that? Um, I'm all for a change in uniform. Um, I love the change that he wants to bring to this team, this organization. Um, you know, me um, as an individual, I would love to see a change in uniforms. I know a lot of people would. Um, I'm, I'm pretty tired of the uh, – you know, the old, you know, traditional colors. Um, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I would definitely welcome a change in uniform. What would you change it to, though? I Listen, I of all the things I can say about the Browns, it is weird, by the way, that your team is named the Browns and yet your hat is orange. It seems weird. It seems ironic. But what would you do to it then? What, do you, what, what change are you proposing well, here? I think that they will bring back the orange jerseys or orange pants have a more of a diversity, a variety in, in uniform. Um, you know, we last year we only wore our white uniforms, and, you know, I didn't understand that at all. But, you know, I, um, you know, this year is going to be a lot a, a different change, and I'm sure next next year will be as well. So uh, I, I welcome it, you know, the, the all orange maybe or, you know, the brown maybe, but just something different. Anything that's different would do. Let they me gotta, tell you. they got to go back to the numbers on the That's hat. what I was going to say. Put ta- Listen, Josh, you're a man of some influence in that locker room. Get Haslam's ear. Say, here's what we do. We put the numbers back on the hats. That looked good, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we had our throwback game, we usually had the numbers on the helmets. That looked good because it was different. Yep, that's um, exactly right. All the college teams with their uniform changes. I mean, they're looking sharp out there. They're looking good. They're playing good. I think uh, we need to start some of that, too. We're all on the same page on that count, then. We park our cars in the same garage. Let's talk about the Browns and that rugged division you're in there. Your guys are sitting at 1-5. and five. You, you're, You've split with the Bengals. You went down on Thursday night but gave a real good run to those Ravens. Who's the best team in that division from what you've seen so far? From what I see, it's almost a top, uh, uh, you know, a toss-up. But um, you know, right now, statistically speaking, um, the Ravens are probably, you know, the team that beat in our division. And uh, you know, we played them, um, we played them again. I'm looking forward to that as well. And then we see the, we see the Pittsburgh Steelers twice. We haven't played them yet as, at all as well. So uh, I think right now, Baltimore, the Steelers, and uh, it's a toss-up between us and the Ravens. What do you think about uh, you played the Ravens on that Thursday night game and we all saw that uh, brutal hit you took and uh, some of your family was reported said, hey, please hang it up already, Josh. We don't like seeing you get hit that way. What are, what were your thoughts in the week after? Where are, you, where are you now? Is it, to me, I mean, for most human beings, we see that, we think, wow, that would be hard to go back out and do that again, do the activity that got you hit like that. How do you how do you deal with that and get back out onto the field so quickly after something like that? You know what? It never dawned on me that 
you know, that I would, you know, get hit like that. But after waking up from it, hey, I didn't feel a hit. After I came to, I'm, I was ready to go back in. I was ready to, you know, go back and to help support my team. Um, it doesn't, you know, I, I can't fathom not playing this game or, or being out, you know, because I'm, a, I'm afraid that I might get injured or, or this and that. You know, I signed up for this sport. I love it to death. Um, you know, it's just something that, you know, I'm going to keep playing until the wheels literally fall off, until I can't run anymore. So as long as I got a spot on the football team, I'm going to be out there playing. Do you ever go back and watch it, though? Because it seems like a weird thing because you said, you know, you don't remember it. Did you go back and watch it at all? Yes, I watched it a couple times. Um, after, right after um, a couple of days, I only watched it once. Couldn't really watch it over and over. But I went back to try to analyze, you know, what everything happened and how it happened. And knowing that I couldn't really do anything different. Um, it's just, it, it's a, it's an unfortunate thing that happens in football, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm past it. Who hits the hardest in that division? The Bengals have a legitimate defense now. People don't seem to acknowledge that. But between the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, what, which defense is the most rugged? You know, not counting our own, uh, it's a tie between the Steelers and the Baltimore. You know, um, you know, both have, you know, Baltimore is a really aggressive defense that all plays together. And uh, the Steelers is as well, bring, with James Harrison hitting hard and Palomalu. I mean, our conference, you know, exhib- exhibits some of the toughest football that rivals any, you know, any games. If you see our game yesterday, I mean, it was a battle all the way to the end. The AFC has some of the best football, you know, in the National Football League. And, you know, I think that sums it up. The type of level of talent that we have on the field and, and how we play the game is just tremendously, tremendously above, above you know, beyond. Wait a minute. The Chargers are in the AFC. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> I think he's focusing on the hey, – they, they, hey, they, they let a team come back, a good team come back on them. And uh, that also happens, you know, if no fight, is the, the fight doesn't end, you know, in these teams, you know, and that's what, you know, guys got to talk themselves. When they get ahead, they, send, they tend to relax a little bit. And, uh, you know, that was a good example, a prime example of why you can't relax when you get a lead. Hey, are you talking in the locker room to Shermer and company? Are you asking him, hey, listen, when do I, I – look, I know we got to develop Brandon Whedon. He's coming along nicely. He really seems to be settling in now as the games progress here. But are you saying to Shermer and company, when's it my turn? I want to run some option back there. Let me sling the ball a little bit. You know what? I do, uh, you know, every now and then, you know, stick my nose in and, you know, talk to Coach about some things. But, you know, uh, I feel like we're headed on the right track. Um my special team's contribution, if I can keep, you know, trying to run back these kickoffs and pump returns, I think that, you know, things will start to look look up for us. Well, I, I, but listen, I like you running a little option. I love seeing that. You do it as well as anybody. I remember when you did it a couple of uh, Thursday night games, I mean, a couple seasons ago on Thursday night football to the Steelers. They had no answer for you. Now, I know you're a big superhero guy. Who's your favorite? My favorite right now uh, will have to be the Hulk. The Hulk. You know, just from watching the movie, The Avengers, I mean, he's unstoppable. You know, uh, I don't see anybody defeating the Hulk right now. Well, listen, what if he got in a fight with Superman? That's going to be an interesting battle. They can't, none of them can be killed. Superman has a weakness, Kryptonite. All Hulk got to do is have some Kryptonite. What can you do to defeat the Hulk? I well, don't know. Be nice to him. 
No, well, well but that's right. <laughs> Where's Hulk? Hulk's not the Hulk's not smart. He's smart when he's Bruce Banner, but he's not smart when he's Hulk. So how would he be able to find Kryptonite? You see? I understand that, but Hulk smash if he had that Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what about Thor? Did we lose him, Black Tie? Looks like we did. He hung up the phone on me. I gave him good logic, and he didn't like it, so he hung the phone up. That's the way Cleveland Browns respond. He thinks thinks he's in this game. He wants to take me on. I take him on. Then I show him, and and I tell him what the the score is. He didn't like it, so he hung up the phone. No, just stop. That's right, David. He's like Brian Sipe. No, he was great. He'll be back. Beat it, Tim Couch. I wow. got Superman in that fight. What rank? What do you have to Superman. say? Superman. No, Superman. What about Doomsday? Doomsday kills Superman. Don't throw your Doomsday nonsense <laughs> at me. I, all right. Listen, let's move. Can we move on with the show? Yes. After sir. that embarrassment, that after Josh Cripps hangs the phone up on me in defense of the Hulk. He didn't hang it up. He just left. And I, you know what? I said it to, well, I didn't say it to his face, but I said it on the phone. I don't agree with him about. It. I don't agree with anybody who thinks that the Browns uniforms need a changing. You know, I think it's ironic that they're the Browns and yet their hats are all orange, right? And yet they're striking because you could only you could only get away with that uniform in the Rust Belt. You know, if you took that uniform out and said like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, we're Seattle, we're the Seattle uh, whatever's in that in that hat," you couldn't do it. With it the orange hat, orange and brown, not attractive in most parts of the country, but quite striking in uh, in Ohio. All right, I'm moving on from that disgrace. Let's talk with <laughs> with uh, our two pals here from around the league, the scribes who tell you all things that are going on in the NFL, and they, as always, they do it with a bit of mirth. And on Thursday's programming note, I should say Fridays, when our second podcast of the week goes up, make sure you stick around all the way to the end because that's when you get to hear the gold that is the Around the League Debate Club with our guests, Dan Hanzoos and Mr. Fancy Pants, Mark Sessler. How are we, fellas? Doing good. It's awesome to be back again. Are you happy about the news that uh, Mark Sessler, Cleveland Browns fan, our ambassador to Cleveland, are you happy about the news that uh, Holmgren is out, Banner is in? Not so much that Holmgren is out. I I think it's more that Haslam is in his owner. Mm-hmm. I it's the first real positive change for that team. In, no issues with the fact that he's a Steeler fan. He's not a Steeler fan if he's just invested a billion dollars in he Cleveland. Said he's a lifelong Steeler fan. Not, not, you've, you're so desperate that that doesn't bother you in the least. <laughs> I'm not concerned. I am that desperate. He's hey, not, not a gosh. For crying out loud, he's not a hardcore Steelers fan. He was he said he grew up in like Tennessee he's or he grew Tennessee. up down south. He wasn't a Steelers fan. He bought in to get a piece of the Steelers. Of course, if you're buying a piece of the team, you're gonna be a fan. Now he's the owner of the Browns. He's a Browns fan. All right. End of story. Thank Please you. put that in right. for you. You beat the you beat the uh, cross state rivals there, so muzzle tub on that to get off the Schneid. You're officially not or at least Possibly not the worst team in the I NFL. just got my feet up on the desk. It's just I'm easy street at this point. What if they get the first <laughs> overall pick? If they get the first overall pick, Matt Barkley, Geno Smith are looking a different direction. It's too early for me because I, I have seen personally some progress from Whedon. I, think I agree. It's, I like Whedon. We're so quick to judge these guys. Um, but he's getting issues. close to retiring. That's true. I mean, we've got potentially you know two or three more seasons until he's – Mid thirties or something. It's not so. even a joke. And he was actually listed on the Browns media guy this week as one hundred and twenty nine, yeah. which that was a little aggressive. Good. But yeah, all right. 
Well, and Dan Hanzoos, a good week for you, too, because your Jets, they got into first place. Yeah. I got bad news for you, though. <laughs> yeah. They're also in last place. They are. They are. It is, it's a 3-3 deadlock, all four teams. But I'm pretty proud of the guys for, you know, not quitting. I thought they were going to go in the tank after that Niners game, and it looks like they're going to put up a fight. So my five to six win prediction i'm gonna back off that a little bit and they could approach 500 now no, I'm no you had it right the first time yeah we'll all see. right now like i notice you guys are minding your p's and q's because look who's joining us here in studio 66 <laughs> it's his virgin run into studio 66 it's your boss from around the league it's greg rosenthal yeah. what's the poop fella that sounds serious boss no, no, you are the boss. Oh, you're the boss. Yes. Yeah. Aren't you the – don't you call the shots? Is that, Am I in, incorrect with that? That's fair. Boss just feels he harsh. Hold, he, holds his, know? he holds our lives in his hands. It's, it's, <laughs> let's not understate this. Rosenthal. I, I'm kind of like the Randy Lerner of, of ATL. Like <laughs> <the facto> <laughs> <owner>. <laughs> now, Rosendahl, we enjoy your work. We enjoy everyone's work there, and uh, Kareem Copeland as well at, uh, around the league. And like I always say, if, you, if you're looking for anything – NFL.com. You got you got Damashek's who in applesauce. You got Rank doing his like dislike, his fantasy advice, Fabiano and beyond. But if you want to know what's going down up to the minute with with the breaking NFL news, around the league is the place to go. Rosenthal, hip everybody to what uh, to to what your backstory is. Who's your team? Uh, I grew up a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked doing fantasy a long time. Right. That at Roto World, then Pro Football Talk for the last three years, and then I came and joined these clowns. Now you still root <laughs> for the Patriots. I do. And what do you think about their three and three status now? I've been convinced this whole year they're better than they were last year, so I'm sticking with that. And I want to say, you know, I've been pumping Dan up this whole time that the Jets are going to be fine, and, and he now, now he's back on board. And I'm a Patriots nonsense. fan. Yeah. That's nonsense. What do you think happens <laughs> this weekend? I start with you, Hansus. What do you think happens in the Jets Patriots Showdown 1 2012? Well, no matter what happens, it, it, the cool thing about this is I'm excited for the game, which I wouldn't have been able to say two weeks ago. Now that I think they have a little swagger back, they can go into New England, at least thinking they can compete. They could get their doors blown off, and coming off a horrible loss. In Seattle, the Patriots are probably going to be pretty angry themselves. Isn't this the worst-case scenario for you guys? You beat a team like the Colts. Like, right. Congratulations. I know Michael Cole was on WWE Raw pumping up John Cena for getting the Jets that huge win. Right. And now you're t- playing the Patriots, who, like you said, are coming off a terrible loss. By no means do I think the Jets are going to win or they might not even be competitive. Then why are you excited for the game? Because they're not going into it down, losing 34 nothing at home to the Niners. They gave a good effort in, against Houston, and then they, they whooped up on Luck. And now you're going to go in there, you're going to have a little bit of swagger, enough to make the game interesting for me as a Jets Listen, fan. outside of Sessler's Browns and probably the Jags and probably the Raiders, and am I forgetting anybody else? I mean, the, Bad teams. The no Chargers. one's done. No, no. Listen, Charlie. Nobody's done in the AFC. Everybody is uh, is a viable candidate for the playoffs. The, the last thing you want, though, as a Jets fan, is Rex Ryan thinking that handing the ball to Sean Green thirty six times a game is a good idea. Right. It's fair. <laughs> That's a disaster. It's fair. fair point. I mean, what, if they go down fourteen uh, nothing midway through the first quarter, and Sanchez has to throw, it's going to get ugly. Probably. I'm not. I'm not saying that Three I, I'm going to win the game, but I'm saying that at least I, there's a little bit of hope. And hope is a good thing. I think the problem a little bit when they're 3-3, three and three, it's very deceiving, but it's taking the eye off the ball of some bigger issues in New York. I, I just don't believe you've got a quarterback that you really can be excited about. 
on any level, Dan. I mean, I see the smile on your face, and I'm happy for you as a long-suffering your Jets quarterback's fan. quarterback's 129. I'm not comparing him All to right. Weed, and I just think That's that there's fair. some real issues that the Jets' record doesn't address. I, I enjoyed listening to you guys talk about that on, uh, on the Around the League Debate Club because I actually am a listener. I've listened to, to both of the episodes you've put up there. Rosenthal, what's everybody buzzing about? What, what's, what are the fans vibing to around, on Around the League this week? I think the Chargers meltdown. Yeah. People want North Turner's head. I mean, they had six possessions in that second half. Uh, three interceptions, two fumbles, and negative yardage on the other one. Wow. I mean, everybody, <laughs> everybody's everyone wanted. besides A.J. Smith understood that Norv Turner should have been gone last year. Nay, everybody understood Norv Turner should have been gone two or three seasons ago. So it's, it's ludicrous that he's still there. Rank floated the hypothesis that they kept him around, Norv around, because this is the last season in San Diego and a clean break and a new era will make sense as they move to Los Angeles. They major league the whole thing. Could be. Mm. Could be. Interesting. Hey, hey uh, all right, listen. I apologize, but we got to wrap it up already here. We've run long here. We have Keys, we had Kiesel, we had Josh Cribbs. Black tie quickly your shout out. Shout out this week. What's up guys, by the way? Hey. Zeus and Cesar and Greg, nice to have you on the show. What's up, man? My shout out this week goes out to uh, you know, to the working man, goes out to road roadkill removers. Oh yeah, that's terrible. And uh it's a bad job. I mean, if you have to go out there and, you know, clean a dead chicken off the road or Yes, know, that's that's usually yeah. the animal. That that's the, the beast chicken, that needs a cleaning. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Maui, I'm driving baby. up the four oh five. A like, dead chicken Get this chicken off the road. It's the it's only time I've ever seen a chicken not on a farm is in Rocky Two. When <laughs> when Mickey Jason. has him ch- has him to learn his quickness. Like hey. now you got speed. Hey. Uh, Guys, I, you guys know I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Nigeria. We had a lot of chickens. And there are chickens the just running around. A lot of random chickens. Is that true? Running. That is very chicken true. Chicken just yes. walking around. We've learned, I'll tell you, if nothing else, I we learned the, nothing think, about pigskin today. I think the today. chicken crossing the road joke was originated in Nigeria. That's where it's from. If we've learned nothing else about uh, about pigskin today, we did learn about uh, about the big blue marble a little bit. We learned about England. We learned <laughs> about Nigeria today. Good. Um, so episode number 99, fellas, as you know, uh, Rosenthal, you do not know, we like to honor the player who wore the episode number best. Number 99, well, Brett Kiesel was on today. It only mm-hmm. makes sense it would be Brett yeah. Kiesel. Yeah, sure. What about Ricky Vive? Toronto, uh, Toronto Maple Leaf of uh, a couple of generations ago. Let's Maybe be serious. Come on, Mark Gaston. All right, here's what the thing. What did Sap wear? Was you Sap 99? He was 99. Yeah, Sap. Dave, yeah. when you do this this passive-aggressive thing I know with who Wayne it is. Gretzky. I'll, I'll tell you, you who it is. You make your oh, Wayne case. Gretzky. Yeah, he's, yeah, he could be 99. What do you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Hugh Green, the guy who should have won the Heisman Trophy in 1980. But lost out unfairly. Wow. It was an upset. <laughs> well, no, just that he's winning this competition at 99. Do you have a vote? Well, I said Gastineau, but I know that's not the one. Gastineau. Right, Gastineau, yeah. hands Zeus. What do you vote, Cecily? Uh, Sap often sits within three feet of me. You vote Sap. And Rosenthal. And we can go it. other sports? Sure. Yeah. you got to go Gretzky. Yes. What do Other's you say? Gretzky. What do you say there, Black Tie? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. <laughs> All right. And the good news is my vote counts for two, so you're, you two combine. You, so Rank and Rosenthal say Gretzky. I say Hugh Green. I think we have to break the tie by flipping an imaginary coin. I flipped it, and up, it's Hugh Green. Hugh Green is number 99. <laughs> my black tie, shame the devil if you try and put that Gretzky on, uh, on the page. I won't have it. Gretzky does not go up there. He is not the greatest 99. 
The Heisman. I like I like that Black Tie went out and secured Gretzky for episode ninety nine. That would be that the, would have been a nice touch. <laughs> well, I Gretzky even, would finally get the licking he had coming to him about eight years ago. I, even, we almost had I a, even had a hockey beat writer lined up for that too, and and Black Tie's like meh. All right. Well, listen, we should get out of here because the uh, the fantasy live show is about to get going here. And, of course, make sure you look for that on iTunes as well with uh, with Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, and Michael Fabiano, who's bringing up the rear in not one but two fantasy fo- so-called expert leagues. And he's the expert of experts, and yet he's in last place rank. What to say about that? What do we say? And I beat him, too. I say shame on you is what I say to him. That's what I, that's what I say. So the shout-out is... To roadkill workers, Hanzu's feeling good about himself today with his Jets in first place, also in last place. Fancy Pants Sessler, look for him, at Mark Sessler, NFL, and uh, at Dan Hanzu's, at Greg Rosenthal, the best way to track you down. That's it. It's an honor to be here. At Adam Rank. Adam Rank. Rank. And when my teams are losing, you can feel free to send me a tweet like Hanzu's did last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. We <laughs> got a classy kind of move. Uh, that did not go over well. Rank came back with some fire at me. I could tell. Yeah, well, you're you made, lucky. Yeah, because Rank had the temerity to say that uh, Peyton Manning isn't the most consistent guy in the clutch. I don't care what his. I career feel like say. I should be on this ATL Fight Club business. Go, that's <laughs> not do what that. it's called. Yes. It's not called the Fight Club. Whatever it is. Well, <laughs> maybe, if you, maybe if you ever listen to it, maybe they'll invite oh, you. I in listen all the. I don't miss an episode. Is that right? All six of them. I've all right, we'll them. figure that out. <laughs> episode number one hundred coming up, and Black Tie says he has a special guest in store for us. Is that true? What is he pointing at? If he has a special guest, I can't wait to see who it is. You know it's going to be underwhelming. Don't miss it. <laughs> I don't even want to get – because I'm thinking like Robert Downey Jr. Listen to hear this man's disappointment. and that This, this man is going to be Dave so Amateur. bad. All right. Thanks to Kiesel. Thanks to Josh Cribbs. Thanks to the Around the League fellas. Again, make sure you look for that on our Around the League. And then uh, coming up in just a couple of days, ranks great like-dislike column for all you fantasy people. And we'll figure this whole thing out. The ATL Fight Club – why Fabiano is in last place, even though he's supposedly the fantasy guru. A lot to he's figure like out. He's like the Dieter Brock of those leagues. Dieter Brock. Oh, rank wow. with a late one. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. I tip my hat to you, sir. You are a worthy adversary. Good for you. All right. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce on episode number 100. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.